0: Happy Wine Wednesday, I'm Andrea, and I'm Natalie. and welcome back to Tipsy Tipsy Tia's. Tias. Today, we are going to be having a very special episode where we're going to be answering questions, not just from anyone, but from our beloved listeners. Um, And we love our fans. Yes, yes, yes. And then we're going to be doing something a little bit different. So far, we've only done red red wines. Um, but today we have a super nice
1: bottle of Pinot Grigio from, what, what's it say? Ooh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, Caviscovo. Um, yes, it's one of the... It's a like Garza. Oh, I'm not sure. Where is it from? What does it say? Italy. Italy, Italy. Um, I, that didn't really help me, actually. <laughs> if it was French, I would have gone with... Soft. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Obviously, we've done a ton of research into the brand, but it's one of the wines from our NPR box. And ooh, one thing of note before we continue, we did not do this in previous episodes, but we would like to extend a very special thank you to one of the people who made the NPR box happen yeah um so as some of you may know we go to college and you're not allowed to (laughs) order order wine in the mail to your college i don't know why why, but i mean like whatever so we had to find somebody who would be
1: willing to let us use their address for this box and hold it until we could go get it
0: from them yeah and i had to drive like 40 minutes um um, and uh so we just like to extend a very special thank you to madeline our dear, sweet, sweet friend. <laughs> um, who lugged this box up a bunch of flights of stairs to our apartment and then down a bunch of flights of <laughs> stairs to the car. Um, just know that if it wasn't for Madeline, none of this would be possible. Yeah. So, yeah, this episode is brought to you by <laughs> Madeline. Madeline. <laughs> uh, and
1: we would also like to give a very special shout out to our friend, Vettel. Who actually drew and designed our logo. Ooh. Um,
0: she had a very short turnaround time. And we were and paid- a very tough
1: job because we're yeah. very picky people.
0: That's true. That's my face <laughs> that she was drawing. Yeah. And she did a lovely job on it. She did a good job. Yeah. She got my bitch face pretty, like, mm-hmm. down. My
1: eyebrows, flawless. As That's usual. true.
0: I was looking at my eyebrows, too. <laughs> <laughs> um, and she's being paid in... A good amount of it being love and kindness. <laughs> yeah, but also keep
1: an eye out for a special guest appearance from her later. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll probe her about her
0: love life. Ooh, yeah. So if you want to know about Vero's love life, she's single. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, just let us know. So let's start off with a question What? <laughs> one of the questions from our lovely audience no i think we should drink first oh yeah we need to be
1: in a good headspace to be able to answer these honestly that's true (laughs) because i was reading some of these questions and one some of y'all are nasty Mm -hmm. two some of y'all have problems three a lot of you need help Mm mm-hmm
0: I just saw all of them, and I was like, these are all questions I would submit, as in, I don't know if I know the answer, but I'm going to give it a good old college try. Yeah, so don't be insulted when we say y'all are nasty and
1: need help, because so so are are we.
0: we. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, 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 on to the wine.
1: Savascovo is located in Delvinizzi, a region whose wines have been held in high esteem since Roman times. We make the most of this unique terroir where the long sunny days and cooling sea breezes ensure our Pinot Grigio grapes are full of ripe fruit character. Sauvuscovo Pinot Grigio is a pale straw yellow with fresh green apples and rounded citrus aromas and flavors, supported by a deliciously crisp mineral structure. This elegant wine is delicious, served as an aperitivo, and the perfect partner for antipasti, pasta with light sauces, and white meats. I love me some white meat.
0: What's a white meat? Chicken. Interesting. Um, So a little bit, (laughs) a little (laughs) bit of information about the Pinot Grigio in general is that it's also known as Pinot Gris and Grauburgunder. I've literally never heard it referred to that way, but sure. Some of the popular dominant flavors that you're supposed to get from a Pinot Gris is lemon, yellow apple, melon, nectarine, and peach. Ooh, that's so yummy. Yeah, me too. Um, I also like that it starts with something citric because I usually prefer like citric wines and drinks Mm -hmm. in general. Um, The... Fruit is going to be a little bit lower, though, in the profile, as well as the body. It's not going to have a really heavy body.
1: Not body, body, (laughs) body.
0: But it should be pretty sweet because it's not very dry. Um, Okay. And then mid-acidity levels, mid-alcohol levels. Okay. Um, I don't
1: like dry white wines.
0: Me neither. I'm like, if I'm drinking a white wine... I don't want it to feel like a red. Exactly. Um, Let me see what else. So some of the top areas where you're going to find... Pinot Grigio is Italy, USA, Germany, Australia, France, Moldova, Hungary, and then everywhere else. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Fun wine fact is in the friuli venezia (laughs) Giulia region of Italy, there is a unique style of Pinot Grigio called ramado in which the juice macerates on the grape skins for about two to three days to make a pale copper hued rose
1: <gasps> Ooh. that sounds bougie
0: and extra and i want to drink that. that i know
1: you know what i actually really do not like the taste of rosé but mm-hmm. it looks so pretty so i oh, love yeah. getting it mm-hmm.
0: maybe that'll be on an upcoming episode we'll get a uh, pinot grigio called ramado i just hate the name though ramado, ramado. <laughs>
1: what's your motto,
0: with you (laughs) oh my god um i'd like the listeners i'd like the listeners to know that we have not drank anything yet (laughs) we're both fully sober i mean i'm a little (laughs) ill i'm pretty ill um so if my voice sounds a little congested that's why i mean i'm running on no sleep Mm -hmm. It's the start of school and i'm already behind uh, it's fine. Let's pop open this bottle. Okay. And get at it. Pop, pop, pop. So,
1: let's take a little whiff. Let's take a little look. A little sniff, sniff.
0: Okay. It smells like white wine. <laughs> I feel like all white wines always smell the same to
1: me. They always smell and taste the same to me, honestly. Yeah. I had some Chardonnay and some um, Sauvignon Blanc last mm-hmm. week. Could not see a
0: difference <laughs> at all. So, you know, they typically say that the herbier, more floral things... So, like, the herbier scents are going to be at the bottom, the heavier ones. And then the florals are going to be at the top. I'm not picking up anything at the top. So, yeah, I'm not anything. I'm not getting any florals.
1: There's... I- I'm getting that, like, slight citrus with the mm-hmm. nectarines, mm-hmm. but it's not very
0: overpowering and it's barely mm-hmm. there. I can definitely tell the melon. Melon's what my nose is picking up. Melon and citrus. Let's take a taste. I think we're not getting much in terms of no, we're really scent not. here. Hmm. It does not taste like it smells. I'm. This is water. Yeah, This is. this is, there's no fruit in here at all. <laughs> Like, this is those disappointing um, mineral waters you get that are flavored, but you're like, this was sitting in a room with fruit in it for a couple of days, maybe, and that's what they meant by infused.
1: But it has the bonus of being alcoholic.
0: It does not taste like there's a lot of alcohol in it, though. What is the levels It's on that? 12%. That's that's
1: decent, decent for a yeah, white wine. Yeah, that's pretty decent. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, this is mm-hmm. good if you want to get slightly <clears throat> fucked over brunch. I guess. Without I mean, having to taste it.
0: Mm-hmm. And for anyone who is considering buying this um we looked it up and retail it's about 10 ish dollars of course it's going to depend on where you're going and what part of the country or what country you're in um but you know i feel like 10 dollar pinot gris should be it should be a little above bad i feel like this is above bad (laughs) yeah
1: i mean i like it Mm -hmm.
0: i would buy it again and drink it yeah i would refill this cup
1: Yeah, I'm going to refill this cup. Uh, Yeah, exactly. Probably pretty soon. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's really light. Mm -hmm. It doesn't feel, because you know, sometimes with white wines, they feel a bit syrupy. Yeah. This
0: is not that at all. And I really like that because I
1: don't like it feeling thick Mm -hmm. and too sweet sometimes. Yeah,
0: it's definitely always either bitter and dry or
1: like syrup.
0: Yeah, it's like
1: overpowering. This mm-hmm. is a very nice medium and I enjoy that. Yeah. It's, it's refreshing. Also, yeah, it is refreshing. Mm-hmm. I like that too. Mm-hmm. Um, it could be a little cooler, but it was sitting for a while while we got set up. Mm-hmm. But I think this would be really nice if it was like fresh out the wine chiller. Like yeah. that one of
0: those. Like something like Sunday brunch, maybe like right after church. If you're leaning <laughs>
1: more towards the lunch side of brunch, uh-huh. like I think this is good.
0: I also Uh, You know, maybe it's bad of me to say this, but I love mixing my wine with other drinks. Don't you feel like this would be really good with, like, iced tea or something?
1: I'm not really an iced tea person, Mm -hmm. so I can't say.
0: I feel like it would just be a good mixer in general.
1: I was thinking orange juice, but that's kind of just, like, my go-to. We were talking about brunch, and I really want a (laughs) mimosa.
0: Yeah, so, okay, if you were ever in a situation and you're like, oh, no, there's no champagne here... And then you see this Pinot Grigio.
1: Oh, but then part of it is like the bubbles, and you want that sparkling wine, and this mm-hmm. is not a sparkling
0: wine. That's true. I'm still saying I would try this with IC. Okay, maybe we'll try that later. Yeah. Yeah, so, okay, in general, I would say that there's better wine so that you can get for 10 bucks.
1: Yeah, honestly, I feel like this is something I can find in a bottle of Barefoot mm-hmm. before.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I would say go for barefoot. I go don't for think barefoot it's for as, casual drinking, yeah. but this
1: is a pretty like nice bottle. It's mm. like subtle enough that it's not promising too much, but it's also not barefoot. So if you're <laughs> willing to spend the extra six bucks,
0: then do it for appearance sake. Yeah. It's a little bit better. I will say. I think it is a little better than Barefoot. Yeah, Barefoot tends to be a bit syrupy. But it's not enough for to make a six dollar difference for me.
1: You know what? So
0: approach with at your this, own risk. Yeah.
1: Please remember that we don't know what the fuck we're doing. Oh, yeah. All of the wines that we've tasted so far have been very highly reviewed by experts. <laughs> and we're just like, it's fine. Yeah. So, but you know what? Maybe that's what you're looking for. Maybe Yeah. <laughs> we're not going to lie to you with yeah. earthy
0: tones
1: and mm-hmm.
0: bold tastes. So we're going
1: to give it to you straight.
0: Okay. Now that I have basically almost finished my first glass.
1: Yeah. Can you top me up?
0: Yeah, time time for seconds. That's what I was going for, exactly.
1: Yeah, again, this is very light, so it's going to be easy to work your way through it.
0: <laughs> Although I think that we've worked our way through plenty of wines that weren't light, so it's fine. <laughs> so we said
1: earlier that we were going to answer some of your questions, because when we were first starting out the podcast back in, like, October, um, like, late October, early November, I can't remember, we thought it would be fun to start off with, um, like, an advice section. But we tried. It was a hot mess. It did not work out. Mm -hmm. And you guys are probably never going to hear that.
0: That's missing footage that should stay missing. (laughs) Encrypted. Yeah. (laughs) But
1: we thought, okay, we're a bit more comfortable now. We know how to use the equipment um let's, let's just go back, like, go back to it yeah mm-hmm. so we asked for a few new questions but we're also gonna go back to some of the old ones because they're pretty good mm-hmm. but um this is dear Theas because
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> again we are here to help you help us and just like a real Thea, even if you don't know the answer you're gonna make one up <laughs> and maybe it'll save someone maybe uh-huh. i'll give myself advice And it will be like a life-changing experience. I feel like I always tell people what I want to hear. So yeah, Mm -hmm. you're you're about to
1: get the advice I would give to myself. Ooh. Okay. Okay, So Andrea, start us
0: off. So this first question comes in from Strictly Business. And the question is, is it okay to get with everyone in a singular business slash organization? Kind of like a punch card slash loyalty reward system. (laughs)
1: Oh my god. Okay, so what I'm assuming I'm assuming that you mean hook up with Mm -hmm. everybody in a business organization. And to that, I'm gonna say
0: no. Yeah, I what really got me was the punch (laughs) Punch (laughs) card. Loyalty rewards. What are you expecting, sweetie? Mm -hmm. They're gonna give you like a pat on the back discount? Mm -hmm. What? I feel like what's gonna like really get you with that one, and it's not even like you who's gonna be in that problem issue. It's just gonna be awkward for everyone, in everyone experience. involved. Why would you ruin a team? Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. And then what, if, if if and if things go negative in even one of those experiences, then everyone's gonna be looking for someone to blame. And that's, that's gonna, gonna be, be you. you exactly. So,
1: um, strictly business. This is probably one of our friends. Sweet Jesus! <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> Try your darndest. Try your darndest Mm -hmm. to just keep it in your pants.
0: Or just, like, look for other people. There's so (laughs) many other organizations. Oh, maybe try one of each. Oh, my God. (laughs) We are not going to go sampling. Our advice is not to go sample
1: either. Do not listen to her. (laughs) You know what? If you find some org and they're, like, down to clown all of them consensually, go ahead and get those stamps. Mm -hmm. Wait. But what if this is otherwise?
0: Like, don't. What if this is asking like, like some sort of like, like everyone at the same time. Like maybe maybe everyone's in oh, on it. Maybe everyone's like oh, mm-hmm.
1: senior week orgy. Yeah.
0: Oh, those exist again. I mean, like if
1: it's consensual and everybody is like down for this mm-hmm. point
0: reward punch mm-hmm. whatever thing, then I mean like no harm, no foul. Yeah, Everyone loves a good party theme. That'd be a nice theme for an orgy. Loyalty rewards card. Note that down. <laughs> <laughs> Write that down. We expect an invite. <laughs> don't but... invite me. Please don't invite me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but um, otherwise, please don't. Please don't. <laughs> Stay away from orgs. Stay away from friends groups. Um, just, you know, do what everybody else does. Flounder around. Yeah, that that works, right? That works. That works. <laughs> okay, our next question comes from Pete. Pete wants to know, how real is scissoring? Do you have to be like skinny to do it? You know what, Pete? That is a good question that we should turn to our scissoring expert, Andrea. Oh my
0: god! <laughs> what? <the hell>? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> okay, first of all, <laughs> first of all, Pete, I just want to start off by saying. This is not the best thing that you could do for yourself. There's so many other wonderful things. Like what? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> that you can do. But, but if you are really dedicated to the idea, because I'm definitely someone who's dedicated to doing things solely because I like the thought of them. And it's like. We've like, all seen blue as the warmest color. Yeah. It looks
1: fun. Yeah. <laughs> it looks interesting. It looks like it gets the job done. But mm-hmm. you know what? That is definitely not always the case. Mm-hmm. It's not efficient. It's not efficient. Um, It's tiring. Honestly, if you were skinny, that'd probably make it a lot easier, unless you were, like, really flexible, or I'm going to assume, Pete, that you have a vagina because you're asking about scissorings. If not, I apologize, but this is all I know. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, So, like, like unless because you, otherwise you're gonna like there's you're gonna have to be lifting yourself up. You're gonna be getting in some sort of ab workout while you're doing it. So I guess that's a pro um, or a con or a con. <laughs> yeah, you know, and like there's and you're gonna do a lot of hitting and missing. Unless while it's happening. both of your clits like protrude a
1: lot, or mm-hmm. you have like really thin labia or something. It's just gonna be a lot of work for
0: very little reward. Mm-hmm. But once again, once again, I love doing things because I like the thought of them. Okay, we get it. You like scissoring? I do not like scissoring! <laughs> really, this is not true. This is false information. <laughs> look, it's just not efficient. I would not suggest doing it. This is not something limited to being skinny, though, because you can set it up so there's someone who's doing more work than the other if you're skinny. <laughs> right? Like... So, you know, you could have that conversation with your partner. And be like, look. I don't want to move. <laughs> um, so if you could take lead on this, that would be great. Yeah, just take turns.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, I know scissoring is, like, in basically all lesbian porn, but who is lesbian porn for?
0: Men. Yeah, not not for ladies. <laughs> or people with vaginas. <laughs> people with vaginas. I just like saying ladies. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so
1: <clears throat> in sum... Scissoring is real, but it really does not work for a lot of people. In our experience, it's a lot of work with very little reward. I don't know. Neither of us is skinny. We don't know if you have to be skinny to do it. You don't have to be skinny to do it. You don't have to be skinny to do anything. Yeah. It would probably be help to be fit. <laughs> fit and flexible. Yeah, fit and flexible. It would, okay, you do not have to be skinny to do it, but if you have great abs and you're flexible, that's probably going to help a fuck ton.
0: Yeah. Um, I think that be prepared to have a conversation with your partner about it's going to get awkward.
1: <laughs> yeah. You, two people don't just look at each other and then spread their legs and go, <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're going to have to, like,
1: instruct.
0: Yeah communicate. Yeah.
1: But you know, um, honestly
0: Pete, if you do go for it, can you like let us know how it goes? Let us know
1: how it goes and if you have any tips or tricks also. Yeah. Let us. Maybe it's like know. A, a
0: scissoring revolution. <laughs> Maybe.
1: Also, check out Auto Straddle cuz they probably know a lot more yeah. than we do. <laughs> yeah. So, um Pete, final say, scissoring is real, but in our experience, it's a real waste of time. Mhm. Um,
0: and check out Auto Straddle. Yeah. XOXO, Gossip Girl. <laughs> so, our third question comes in from Calcifer. Interesting. So the question is, whenever I like someone, I always seem to avoid them. When I'm talking to my friends about them, I'll gush. But as soon as I'm around the person, I get super stiff and awkward. How can I de-stress before dates and actually show the person who I am instead of an awkward mess?
1: Calcifer, if I was you, I would take a shot. But I am not you, and I don't know your alcohol tolerance or your tequila tolerance. Mm -hmm.
0: So, uh, I don't fucking know. I'm the same way. Yeah. No, here's my thing. I feel like I always just over-talk in general. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks for agreeing to that one real quick. Okay, but I do too. Yeah, yeah. But I think that sometimes um, it's better to over-talk when you're meeting someone new than it is to under-talk. So even if you're not fully in control, because I think, like, sometimes when you're nervous, you you can't control how you're acting. There's not much you can do. The only thing you can really do is at least not be dead silent.
1: Yeah, because with silence or, like, short answers or something, people might assume that you're distant Mm -hmm. or that you're not interested, whereas with, like... Blabbering
0: on and on, people see that you're at least making an effort, mm-hmm. and yeah, maybe they'll think you're like too talky, but at the same time, at least you're sharing information about yourself because I think that's really important for yeah. you to know, for them to know whether you're clicking, whether yeah. you're compatible. Especially if you're really into this person, which you say in here, then even if you are awkward, at least they're learning about you. At least they're kind of getting an idea of who you are as a person. Mm-hmm. Um, and if they can't take your awkward blabbering,
1: then they don't deserve you.
0: Yeah, um, That's to me. <laughs> that's self-advice. <laughs> As really like, getting super stiff and awkward. um, Exposure therapy, kind of. Like, honestly, just keep hanging out with that person because inevitably you're going to have to get used to them.
1: Yeah. Or maybe they'll get used to your stiff and awkward. <laughs> and let's be like, oh, that's just how they are. Yeah. And maybe they're into it. Maybe they are into it. Maybe this
0: is all working in your favor. Uh Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So don't really worry about being an awkward mess. Yeah.
1: I feel like a lot of people are awkward messes when it comes to people they're attracted Mm -hmm. to. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Because honestly, if this person is like into you, then they're probably also being kind of self-analytical as well.
1: Yeah. Or maybe like even if they're not or they haven't thought of you in that Mm -hmm. way, then maybe they'll see the awkwardness and be like, oh, I think they're into me. Mm -hmm. And they'll at least Think about it. It'll be on their radar. Yeah. So
0: Calcifer. Good luck. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Possibly, if you're open to the idea, take a shot. And if you're not, then also just... If you're 21 or over and you're open to the idea, Mm -hmm. take a shot. But not more than a shot. Um, For me, I always tend to like fiddle around. This is even just in like doing like presentations and stuff for class, not just like around people I'm interested in. Uh, So I'll always just try to, like, keep a hold <laughs> on something so that I'm not, like, flinging my arms across when I'm trying to conversate. Uh, so I don't know if that's an issue for you, but that's really the only advice Yeah, find I have. a way to
1: ground yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, Remember that this person is just a person. And I know that doesn't really help because you can know that and still be nervous around somebody. But, I mean, like, they've probably experienced this at some point, too. So don't stress too much about it our next question comes from Mazapan Mazapan wants to know would you rather have realistic non-fetishizing lesbian porn
0: or no period oh I'm fine with my period (laughs) I have a period disorder and I'm still like (laughs) I'm fine with it really I would rather
1: have no period oh yeah yeah I mean honestly I'm assuming that Mm -hmm. this person I'm assuming Mazapan that you're asking about like videos? Mm-hmm. To be honest, um videos don't do anything for me. I'm all about that smut. Here's my <laughs>
0: <laughs> And
1: to be honest, smut's pretty good
0: at yeah. keeping things realistic and unfetishizing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I'm good to go in that department. Take away my period. Here's my thing. I don't know if this is weird or not weird of me, but I don't really watch porn. So, but maybe I would watch porn if there was like really good porn maybe I don't know I tried and it didn't really do anything for me yeah I didn't really it didn't you know I think I'm on the same boat as you like I love reading like some smut, good yeah. smut, like some, good some smut nice science fiction uh-huh. <laughs> and I'm like oh I'm into this yeah plus my thing too
1: is, is it like no matter how realistic or whatever the porn is the production value is always so bad yeah and that, I need a nice that. Like I don't care about plot. Mm-hmm. I need some good lighting. Mm-hmm. I want the comp- composition to mm-hmm. be like nice and balanced. Mm-hmm. I want the angles to be good. Mm-hmm. I don't want these like weird jump cuts and like shaky cameras trying mm-hmm. to do tracking shots. No. Mm-hmm. I need you to fix
0: that I before like I good, can get into I it. I like a good plot, or at least if there's good not a good plot. plot, what um, pizza delivery? I love pizza. (laughs) (laughs) Or I just need some well-delivered lines. Like, you know, if there's only like five lines, I want them to be given to me well. What else do you want to be given to you (laughs) well?
1: Good Lord. (laughs) Yeah, so um, from me, I would rather have no period Mm -hmm. because I
0: don't need porn. I don't need porn, but what if there was really good porn? Maybe that's what I'm maybe that's why I'm not I mean, listening I guess. to it. Let's start a porn production company. That'd be interesting. That would be interesting. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I feel like I'd be pretty good at it. I feel like you would be good at it. I don't know if you need me for that endeavor. Like, I don't know what I can bring <laughs> to the table. But I will emotionally support you. I don't know if I'm like insulted
1: or not, but thank you. <laughs> it's because i'm such a perfectionist Mm -hmm.
0: i was just thinking like she's professional she's grounded she's a people person i've done Mm -hmm. like
1: shoots with nudity before Mm -hmm. yeah totally
0: fine you're good yeah so you know what i will take the note period because i know that natalie will one day come out i am here for (laughs) you
1: (laughs) with a good porn. I do need some startup cash, though, so uh-huh.
0: just Venmo me. Uh, join our Patreon, Nat. <laughs> <laughs> we shouldn't really start one. <laughs>
1: oh, but, but here's a thing that you can definitely do to help support us. Um, follow us on SoundCloud. If you do already, thank you. Mm-hmm. We see you. We love you. Mm-hmm. Like, honestly. It makes us so happy when we see somebody mm-hmm. follow us, yeah. and then we also see them, like, liking our tracks.
0: Oh, when people comment, we like text each other like, oh my gosh. Yeah, we're like, oh my gosh,
1: did you see this person just comment? Like, we love that. It makes us so happy. We're narcissists. We love that shit. We're narcissists. We love this. I mean, like, I'm not saying this makes it all worth it because honestly, we would do this if we had two listeners. Yeah. Because we're that kind of We're those kind of people. Yeah. (laughs) But, I mean, like, it does feel really good when we know that there's somebody else who's out there listening and enjoying. Mm -hmm. But, um, anyway, enough of that shit. Follow our Instagram. We just started an Instagram. The handle is tipsythiaz. No spaces or underscores or anything. Just, you know,
0: look us up. Yeah, well, right now at this very moment, we just created it an hour ago. We did. We and did. we have one follower. We have not two us. followers. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, so <laughs> not I'm us. following.
1: And we have we got our first spam follower, yeah. y'all. Ooh,
0: Ooh, that's iconic. Yes. It's a little glamorous. Yes, it is
1: a little glamorous. <laughs> I don't know who you are. You're trying to sell me something or take mm-hmm. my information. I'm fine. You're one. I'm trying to do the same. That's great. <laughs> Thank you. But anyway, yeah, Tipsy Theos, Instagram, SoundCloud, Follow.
0: Just a little mid-episode spamming for you, because we're
1: professionals. Okay. I think that's enough questions for now, but um,
0: thank you for listening. Yeah. Thank and you if for you, submitting. Yeah, if you submitted a question and we didn't get to it, we are holding on to them. Yeah, there will be future episodes. Look for
1: episode 3.5, and then, um, I don't know, if you guys really like it, maybe we'll ask for more submissions
0: later, mm-hmm. but... Anyway. Yeah, thank you for listening. Um, I wouldn't really necessarily suggest this wine on a personal level, but I think it's fine. So uh, thanks, Savascovo, for your Pinot Grigio. (laughs) Thank you for getting us buzzed. Yep, yep, yep. Um, I've been more buzzed, though, in previous episodes. I'm getting there. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, wow. Maybe, like, me being sick actually gives me an immunity to alcohol. Oh, God. We're not, do not listen to that. <laughs> anyway, um, I'm Natalie. And I'm Andrea. Thanks for listening to Tipsy, Tipsy Theas.